Hey everybody, it's Chris. I want to give everyone a heads up before you listen to the episode. This episode was recorded live out at Anclo Brew. It was recorded back when, honestly, it looked like this corona thing was hopefully uh, winding down. And we were trying to help out a, a small business in Anclo and trying to get some people out there. Obviously, since all this has happened, it's come to light that it's not close to slowing down. Um, so don't expect any live episodes uh going forward for a little while. Unfortunately, just stay inside when you can. Wear a damn mask. Um, Support your local businesses, though. Uh, If you're in the Tampa Bay area, there's a bunch out there that are small local businesses that could use your your money. Um, This episode was recorded, though, like I said, back when it looked like we were kind of on the tail end of this and we were really kind of hopeful and trying to get back to a, a little bit of normalcy. We will be back out of Anclude as soon as it is safe to do so. But for the time being, this will be our last live show there for a little while. Um, We hope you enjoy it, and we'll be back with, a, I guess, a regular home episode next week. But enjoy the show. Here we go. Cloak Brew, we are back. Social distancing is in full effect, but we are here to play some trivia, everybody. My name is Chris. I am one of the hosts of the Pub Trivia Experience podcast. And if you're here on a Friday night, you're here to play some trivia or to kill time until the band gets here. But we're going to play some trivia no matter what. If you have not played with us before, we're doing things a little bit differently. If you're playing with the Pub Trivia Experience tonight, log on your cell phones to triviarat.com slash PTE to maintain social distancing. You're going to turn your answers in digitally, and I will keep score right up here. It's better for me. Here's how this is going to go. We have got four rounds of trivia, four questions per round. We are going to start with our pregame. We are going to end with our wager round, which is three questions, all having a wager component. In the middle, there is a halftime round. You can earn up to 20 points. Each correct answer is worth 10 points throughout the regular game. In the pregame, your correct answers are worth two points apiece. Now, for those of you that want to get the bonus points, we have got two bonus beers. Each team can get up to a maximum of six bonus points, two points per beer. Your bonus point beers tonight are going to be the Milk Bone Stout in the Intellectual Property IPA. All right. We are moving in to the pregame. Here's how this is going to work. We're going to go question by question. You have about 30 seconds to get each answer in. But here is your opening round. I'm going to give you five movie titles. You're going to answer yes or no. Are each of these five movie titles on AFI's 100 years, 100 movies, top 10 list. All right. All right. Is this movie on the AFI 100 years, 100 movies, top 10 list? Movie number one is The Wizard of Oz. 
they used a lot of old ones, I think, on the yeah. AFI. Yeah. So I'm inclined to say yes. I agree. Number two is the movie Psycho on AFI's 100 Years 100 Movies Top 10 list. Your movie is Psycho. I just don't think it's that good of a movie. I mean, it's a classic. Like, people it's remember classic, the, it, the it's scene. It's not great. Yeah. Okay. I don't think so. Your number three option is Raging Bull on the AFI 100 Years 100 Movies Top 10 list. I know nothing about that movie. It's a boxing movie, right? Uh, boxing? I don't know. I, I think it's a boxing movie. Cool. What do you think? Raging Bull? Probably, yes. I've like, never seen it. I have no idea. I've never idea. seen it either. I just know it's a boxing movie, right? But top 10 best Didn't know that, no. Time? If we, like, that's what I'm thinking, like, if we ne- don't even really know all that much about it, would it be on a top 10 list? I don't know. I think it's supposed to be, like... Really good? Yeah. But okay. I've never seen it. I don't know. Why not? I don't care. I don't I don't know what to do. We'll just say yes. Yes? Okay. We are here for the fun. Number four is Vertigo on the AFI top 10 list the movie is vertigo okay i've seen this it's uh by the psycho guy oh it's hitchcock it's hitchcock okay yeah so vertigo the only thing i remember from that is that there's a scene that he's going up these stairs like spiral staircase into something high and it's like this real like psychedelic like vertigo like scene like it's really weird um if we said no to psycho Maybe yes and this is the same guy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. What what do you put two Alfred Hitchcocks both on there? Right. If they were both we're looking yes for Vertigo. Okay. So, so let's, let's just yes. say yes. Is Star Wars on the AFI 100 Years 100 Movies Top 10 list? That's your last one for your pregame round. Hope. You're talking about episode four? Episode four, Chris. New Hope. Episode four, New Hope. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say no. It You're was just no? called Star Wars. Yes. I think it would say yes, because it was kind you of think revolutionary. Yes? Okay. Right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I was thinking there's no way they're going to have Star Wars on this list. So we have yes, no, yes, yes, yes. All right. Here are your answers. And before we give answers, we're going to go to the group recording, the podcast behind oh, me, the Pub Trivia Experience. Okay. Um, Mod Squad. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell to call you. That's fine. You All can right, just call Marissa, us models. You were mic'd up. I'm going to read off the movie. Tell me if they are in the AFI 100 years, 100 movies, top 10 list. Your first movie is The Wizard of Oz. Yes. The Wizard of Oz barely cracks the top 10 at number 10. Movie number two. What about Psycho? No. Psycho was number 14 on their list. Wow, that's still hot. Number three, what about Raging Bull? Uh, none of us had had seen it at this table, but we went with yes because I feel like a lot of people talk about it. Raging Bull. So there's two different AFI lists, if you're not aware. AFI Top 100 and the AFI 100 Years Wonder Movies. Raging Bull was like the low 60s or 70s on their Top 100 list and somehow over time climbed all the way to number four. So we got Raging that right? Bull yes. is in the top 10. Nice. Your number four movie is the Hitchcock classic Vertigo. Marissa, what did you say? Uh, we deferred to Leo on this one and we went with the yes. Vertigo is definitely in the top 10. Job, 
Cracking in at number I nine. I feel like we're wrong at this one. Then. And the last one. The George Lucas classic <laughs> Star Wars. What did you say? Well, two of us over here are very biased, so we went with yes. <laughs> Star Wars is a no. It's number 13. Dang. That being said, Star I'll Trek, play. nowhere near any top 10 list ever. <laughs> All right, we're going to roll into your regular game. Round one, question number one, on your sheets, uh, on your phones, this is question number six. Your category is in, it's such a tragedy. Not many people have heard of the Great Whiskey Fire in Dublin in 1875. It claimed the lives of 5,000 barrels of whiskey and 13 people. The people, though did not die from the fire and did not die from any, from any, uh, who, what's the word I'm looking for? No complication from the fire. Seriously. I need a drink. What did those 13 people die from? They did not die from the fire or from complications of the fire. You got three minutes. What did those 13 people die from? It's either that or like, stampede Drowning? or something did they drown that's oh. what i was thinking i was like maybe a stampede if people were like i don't know alcohol poisoning sounds like it could be totally legit if you lose that many barrels of whiskey i would be drinking they myself to death too. from the fire okay you think it, do you think it's alcohol poisoning or drowning it's I mean, kind drowning. of the same <laughs> well so drowning how would they have drowned they would have fallen if the barrels are going up in flames i mean there's no way that it could like if they fell Were into they boiled a boiled to death. Oh no! Yeah, but that would be said, fire, wouldn't it? Yeah, he said no complications from the fire or for some anything related to the fire. Something in that rules out yeah, like suffocation so, from smoke. So wouldn't that rule out drowning then? Because that would have been a complication from the fire. I mean, kinda maybe. Right. That's why I think alcohol poisoning. Maybe like the fumes. I think the fumes would be from the fire, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. I think alcohol poisoning is pretty solid. It's a tragedy because of all that wasted whiskey. That hurts. That hurts. I'm a little afraid some of it might have been Jameson's, guys. It's, it's kind of weighing on me. The Whiskey Fire of Dublin claimed the lives of 5,000 barrels of whiskey and 13 people. The 13 people did not die from the fire or from fire-related causes. What caused the death of those 13 people? Marissa, what did the pub trivia experience say? We said alcohol poisoning. They said alcohol poisoning. Well, this is Ireland. <laughs> and if there's one country where whiskey's flowing down a dirty road in the 1800s and people are going to stop and drink it, it's probably going to be in Ireland. It was alcohol poisoning. Woo! Good job. Question number seven. Your category is in literature. The Sherlock Holmes book, A Study of Scarlet was the first fictional book to mention the use of what handheld device as an investigation tool? It's got to be the, the, the magnifying, magnifying glass, glass yeah. right? Yeah. Let's go magnifying glass. Yeah, that's so Because that's like, that is so stereotypical Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Like you... I see him with a pipe and a little thing in his hand, and he goes, elementary, my dear Watson. That's what I'm picturing. All right. In the Sherlock Holmes book, The Study of Scarlet, it was the first fictional book to mention the use of what handheld device as an investigative tool. 
Pub trivia experience, what did you say? We went with magnifying glass. Who else went with magnifying glass? Some of you are some damn smart people. The correct answer is magnifying glass. Nicely done. Moving on. This is going to be question number eight. It is round one. Question number three. Your category is in food. Earlier this year, several diners were shocked to hear that the pizza they ordered from Pasquale's Pizza and Wings was actually pizza from what company? Earlier this year, several diners were shocked to discover that the pizza they had ordered from Pasquale's Pizza and Wings was actually pizza from what company? So would you like to tell everybody the answer since I was so nice to give you the whole story the other day? Yeah. I, yeah. Remember how li little you cared when I was telling you that story? I was also mad at you that day. So a good point. <laughs> so how does it feel? What to know this answer? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Imagine how bad it feels having no idea. <laughs> yeah. The people who ordered it. Yeah. Right. Let's see. Leah. <clears throat> yeah. What is it? What's the answer? I have no idea. Chuck E. Cheese. The answer is Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese. cheese? They rebranded their pizza because of the coronavirus. <laughs> so this is a recent thing that they've done. All right. Round one, question number three. Your category was in food. Earlier this year, several diners were shocked to find out that the pizza they had ordered from Pasquale's Pizza and Wings was actually pizza made from by what company? Pub trivia experience team, what did you say? That would be everyone's least favorite mouse, right? Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. It is definitely Chuck E. Cheese. Make sure noise if you rat. got it right. Oh, he's a rat. Right. No he's a one rat. got Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, oh man, the mouse here, wins man. again, guys. <laughs> you didn't know that answer. All right. Round one, question number four, your category is in science. There you go. What revolutionary scientist took a five-year journey around the world aboard a ship called the HMS Beagle? This trip ended in 1836. Who are some scientists that we know? Well, see, that's what threw me off is... The year? No, the, the famous scientist okay. is that... I thought it was uh, Edmund Hillary because that's the guy that climbed Everest. And then I also that? thought he was like the, made the trip around the world. And I thought that's where uh, around the world in 80 days was kind of inspired. And I know like explorers like Magellan. Okay. That's Maybe early. Sir like, Francis yeah. Drake. That name sounds Ooh, familiar. That's but amazing. I don't know anything about these people. I just know but, names. Yeah, but famous scientists? Yeah, I don't oh, know any oh. of these people. What about uh, Darwin? I saw where he was buried in Italy when I was there. So he was dead then. That's yeah. a good start. Yeah, that was in 2003. <laughs> okay, he so was, he's been dead since yeah. at least 2003. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, he's been Could dead. Could have been alive time. in the 1800s. No, um, yes, but okay, so I don't thinking... know how early in the 1800s because yeah. he went to the Galapagos. Well, he definitely did this trip late in his life, I think. Okay. Einstein? No, was Einstein. Einstein was born. Uh, Einstein was. It was born in the early nineties. Sigmund yeah. Freud. No, Sigmund Freud was. I think Darwin's probably a good choice because I think that's how he ended up at. Um, Galapagos. Uh, I like your Madagascar. Hillary. Stop I like your Hillary thing. But he wasn't a famous scientist. He was just an explorer. Um. I yeah. I like Darwin. I just don't remember when. 
Darwin was. I like Hillary in your eight, 180 days because how many days is five months? But that's just a story. That wasn't that wasn't about him. So just, 30 days about another 30 times seconds, five is Get those answers in. 50 days? I think Darwin's probably a better choice. Darwin's here. a better choice? Okay, let's go Darwin. Okay. Round one, question number four. Your category was in science. What revolutionary scientist took a five-year journey around the world aboard the ship called the HMS Beagle that ended in 1836 pub trivia experience? All right, pub trivia experience, what did you say? We said Charles Darwin. They said Charles Darwin. Did anyone else say Darwin? Okay, this is a podcast. Make some noise if you said Darwin. Okay, Jesus. (laughs) The no, it wasn't answer Jesus. Is Charles Darwin, nicely oh, done. Good job, Leah. It wasn't me. And Charles. everyone can look around. Who made noise? That's yeah. Who you oh, I thought right Leah now. said it. No. <laughs> I said Sir Francis Drake. Oh, she I, named a lot I'm of different so things. Question number one. Your category. It's like we're good at this or something. Is in <laughs> comedy. Name the Chicago-based comedy troupe that helped launch the careers of stars like Bill Murray, Steve Carell. Tina Fey and Stephen Colbert. Do we need to go through the whole country? You have three minutes. Good luck. (laughs) We do have to talk about it because this is a podcast. Okay. I've been here. When I went and visited Chicago, we went and saw a show here. And they had big uh, cartoon like caricatures of all the famous people. Did you get to see anybody that came? Anybody? No. This was only like four years ago. Okay. Yeah, no one. But they had, it was funny because, like, in the lobby waiting, it was all caricatures, like black and white caricatures. I pull up on my phone and show you guys. That's so cool. Yeah, that's like a a life goal of mine is go to UPC and Second City and uh, I want to go to Groundlings. Is that what we're going with? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Okay. Round two, question number one your category was in comedy. Name the Chicago-based comedy troupe that helped launch the careers of stars like Bill Murray, Steve Carell, Tina Fey, and Stephen Colbert. Pub trivia experience team, what did you say? Uh, That is Second City. That is definitely the Second City comedy troupe. Nicely done. Who got that right? Woo! All right. Round two, question number two. Your category is It's Bad For You. What cigarette brand was heavily advertised in the movie Superman 2 after its parent company paid $43,000 for multiple product placement times in the movie? Looking for the name of the cigarette brand that is heavily advertised in Superman 2. Yeah. So let's name cigarette brands. Well, so I just okay. got to imagine it's Marble. probably like Marlboro or Can- something Can- that was trying to be cool at the time. Cool. Because oh. Superman came out what seventies, early eighties? So Superman two? Was it two or Superman two? Okay, so that was eighties. It was definitely eighties. Yeah, that would definitely make sense if it was. Would be cool cigarettes. Uh huh. Or it could be Camel. You think it's Camel? Camel had a very uh, I don't want to say progressive, but a very hip. Yes. Um, because they were trying to appeal to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. To the younger. That's the only so thing maybe? I know. So I think it's kind of a toss-up between Camel or... I don't think it was Marble. I don't think so either. So Camel or... Marble's kind of always been the cowboy cigarette. Yeah. What else is there? Well, there's a lot of them, but I don't think it's anything else other than Mr. I used to smoke. Hey. 
That was high school. What did you use to smoke? Uh, excuse what would you me? Buy? Camel. Okay. Because you wanted to be hip and cool. Uh, yeah. No. I don't know why, actually. I think it was just because they were there. And they had a little the bubble of menthol you could pop. Ugh. That was a long time ago. Don't even give me that. You stopped like 10 years ago. Yeah. A third of my lifetime ago. Thanks for mm-hmm. paying attention. Okay. So what do we want to say? You want camel or cool? I don't know. What do you guys think? I would say camel. You would say camel? Yeah. I would kind of go with that. Makes sense to me. Because they were everywhere. Yeah. Round two. Question number two. The category was it's bad for you. What cigarette brand was heavily advertised in Superman 2 after its parent company spent $43,000 in product placement advertising? Pub trivia experience. What did you say? We went with Camel. They locked in with Camel. Any other answers that came in? Anyone have a guess? Damn, y'all are smart. It was Marbo. Nicely done. All right. Round two. Question number three. Your category is in music. What iconic industrial rock band released two new albums for free in March of this year? Those albums were titled Ghosts 5 Together and Ghosts 6 Locusts. We're looking for the name of the industrial rock band that dropped two free albums in March of this year. You got three minutes to get those answers in. Good luck. What the hell is industrial rock? I was just going to ask that. Well, I was like, do you guys know what industrial rock literally band Literally, the only one I know is, or I know, I guess, so like Tool, they're considered an industrial rock. But what makes it industrial? Corn. I feel like Tool was supposed to have a big tour this year, so it could be them. So are these bands that are industrial because, like, the name of their band sounds industrial? So they actually only play in warehouses. Tool. Because uh, tools seem industrial. That's a pretty good point. Corn. Corn. Corn is K. an industrial crop. Backwards K, though. Yeah. Oh, oh it's backwards? You just oh. need the just, name of the band. Isn't it backwards? No, it's just K. So not it's with like, a K. like a metal band. So, kind of, but not really. Not quite. Limp Bizkit? No. Definitely not. They were a rap rock. They did it all for the Nikki. They did. And then it, well. They mm-hmm. sticked it up your, yeah. Or mm-hmm. something like that. Let's go. Metallica. Uh, Metallica. Are they industrial? No, they're metal. Uh, gold, silver. What are some other metals? Aluminum. Iron. Aluminum foil. Aluminium. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden? No. That's Ooh. metal. That's like, oh, yeah, that's hair metal. very metal. <laughs> It's not industrial rock. So what are we going to actually go with? I know. Let's go. 30 seconds. Get those answers in. Oh, I wanted you to name the industrial rock band that dropped two free albums in March of this year. Those albums were titled Ghosts Five Ghosts Five Together and Ghost Six Locusts. And uh, if you can't tell, like I know my wife pretty well. There is no way she knows the answer to this, so this is going to fall on Jeff and Marissa. What did you guys say back at the pub trivia experience? Oh, this 100%, 100% fell on Jeffrey. And? Uh, he said, Tool? They locked in with Maynard's Tool. Your correct answer 
is an Oscar award-winning musician who does a lot of work with David Fincher. The lead singer's name is Trent Reznor. The band is Nine Inch Nails. Oh, that sounds industrial. It's got it nails. Yeah. Oh, I Leah's, Leah's on to something over here. In your misery. <laughs> we didn't think about that. Nine we did inch not. Nails. I wish I had thought about that because I would have thought of Reznor. Oh, well. And that would have All been right. a question he wrote, too. Round two, question number four. Your category is in retail therapy. This popular store was originally a woman's clothing store called Hennes. That's H-E-N-N-E-S, which is Swedish for hers. It acquired the hunting and fishing equipment company called Moritz Widforce in 1968. And shortly after, they changed their name to what? The original company was Hennes, H-E-N-N-E-S. In 1968, they acquired a fishing and hunting clothing store called Moritz Widforce. And shortly after that acquisition, they changed their name to what? You got three minutes. Good luck. Uh, so hers, and then they had a fishing and can I, um, store. Can you lift it up and show me just so I can visually see the words? Sorry, my handwriting is horrible. Oh, it's not worse than Marissa's. Um, Hennes Moritz Woodford. I used to have really nice handwriting. Where, where, where okay. was it? Swedish? Yes. I think that one was Swedish. Swedish. I don't know if that So it's not going to be like a... Uh, Moritz is a character in Spring Awakening, the oh. musical. That's the only I'm thing. I'm thinking of like outdoor brands. Right. Like probably not a Columbia. No. Probably no. not a um, Eddie Bauer. Right. Oh, what's the big fishing store that people it's go not to? not Bass Pro oh. or Cabela's. No, I'm just trying to think of like outdoor. um, But international. Yeah, internationally outdoor. What's the one big one from Sweden? Sweden? The backpacks. Oh, I had. North Face. No, it's not North (laughs) Face. Okay, backpacks. It's with backpacks. It's got a little red. red. They sell the jackets and stuff at Epcot in Norway. There's some big. Swissmas. No. Swiss Army Life. Ooh. I'm picturing a red and white logo. That's Switzerland. That's, yeah, just like they, Swatch. I've seen it on, oh, Swatch, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Starts with an H. It does? Yes. Hopperdinger. No. Hollister. Oh. Is it a clothing store? Or it started as a... It started as a what is it now? clothing store. Did he say what it is now? What no. if it's what just like now? Hanes? Yeah. It begins with an H, you said? Yeah, what is it called? Okay, pick a company. Want to say Cabela's? Nope. Do we want to say... Did they say it's still a clothing store? What's another no. outdoor no. clothing company? Oh, wait, what's the one? R-T-I, R-G-I, R... R-I-T, right? R-T-I? R-T-I? R-T-I, right? R-E-I. 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 Yeah, yeah. Can you go with that one? Yeah. yeah let's do it. All right. Ready? Round two. Question Just number my four. Mic. Your category was in retail therapy. No, literally, you're on. The popular retail, <laughs> this popular retail store was originally a women's clothing store titled Hennes, H-E-N-N-E-S, which is Swedish for the word hers. It acquired a hunting and fishing company called Moritz Wildforce in 1968 and shortly after changed their name to what? Pub trivia experience, what did you say? Oh, we had absolutely no idea, so we went with REI. They went with Aria. R-E-I. R-E-I. Guessing that's wrong. <laughs> your, um, 
Your ROI on that question is L O W. Oh, okay. Hmm. I don't know what that means. What is the I don't know first what that means. letter in Hennis? What is the first letter in Moritz Whitforce? It's H and M. Oh my gosh. Oh. Well, now I feel dumb. That really threw me off. That really threw me. Yeah, you should use a microphone. We yeah, are I should. I'm sorry. Here's how your halftime question is going to go. Oh, we made it to halftime. <laughs> you are going to turn in four possible answers on one answer sheet on the app. For each correct answer, you're going to get five points. Here is your halftime question. A skyscraper is defined as a habitable building with over 40 floors and exceeding 400 and 92 feet in height. There are nine cities in the world that have more than 100 skyscrapers. For five points each, name four of those cities. Okay, so in the can, world? Yeah, so we can rule out most of Europe because there's cities. There there's nine. height guidelines. At least 100, if not more, skyscrapers. Newark? Yeah, name four of the yeah. nine. I would say New York and Chicago. New York, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah, those are, Chicago. Those Malaysia. The, those what, are the two that I would Singa say from what's a big US. city in Singapore. Hold on, my brain's catching up to my my brain. My mouth is catching up to my brain. So, uh, Japan, they have cities. Tokyo. Tokyo. Uh, yeah, I think that's a smart one because that sure. has like Beijing. A, oh, yeah. Uh, would you go Beijing probably. or would you go? Um, so we just need one more. What's some of the other ones? Dubai has the biggest but building I don't think in the they world, have, but I don't that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't know that they, yeah, I don't know. Because it's in the middle of the desert. Yeah, they have to have 100 skyscrapers, more than 40 floors. I don't know that they and do. And some amount of height that I did not write down. <laughs> so what's another good Japan city? Because I feel like they have a ton of skyscrapers over there. Tokyo. And? There's a lot of cities. A lot with the letters what's another big like one? Y in... Um, Shanghai. China. Shanghai. What about Hong, yeah. what about Hong Kong? Is that a city? I mean, technically, I think, yeah. Um, let's come back to U.S. What do we have here? What about Atlanta? You think Atlanta's big enough? No, New York, Chicago. New York, Chicago, for sure. Yeah, I would say if there's any in the U.S. that we were going with, those are the two. L.A.? I don't know. No, I don't Seattle think LA would be the next, I think. Really? Yeah. There's, what about, like, there's Dallas? A lot. And I think the problem with Dallas is that a lot of times it gets crept together with Fort Worth. Like what Dallas, about, like, Fort Sydney Worth. or... Sydney, I don't think of skyscrapers. No, I only think of a yeah, uh, opera house. Okay, okay. <laughs> go, go to Malaysia. Go to Singapore. Singapore go to, is a city, the, right? Okay. And a country. Yeah, it's it's in. Um, is that is that a city in Malaysia? Is Singapore a city in Malaysia? I think it's like its own country, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're in the right area of the world. I just don't Maybe, really know that area you think, of the world. Um, Which ones do we have so what far? What about India? New York. New York, Chicago, Tokyo. Tokyo. Okay, we got two. What about oh, India? Two more. India? I don't think of skyscrapers, but they probably have them there. I just think of people. Lots yeah, of people. Lots of people. No, they have uh, lots of beautiful, um, not artifacts, but... Ruins? Yeah, ruins. Korea? Does Korea have any? South Korea. Seoul? Yeah, Seoul. Seoul would be a great answer. Seoul? That's where the Olympics Seoul. were when yeah. I was born. What about Russia? No, Russia doesn't have skyscrapers. Nah, they have like... They have Kremlins and yeah, they have cool. <laughs> they have cool buildings, but no skyscrapers. Cool buildings, less cool people. 
Um, yeah, Europe doesn't have. It's more too historical to have skyscrapers yeah. a lot. I like Seoul. We kind of need two more. Seoul. So we can we do. We, we, want, we, want, we said New York, Chicago, Seoul, Hong Kong, Shanghai. Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong Kong's got to be good, right? Do you think Shanghai or do you think to- Tokyo? What about um, Tokyo? No, what about um, the B one, Beijing? Beijing. Oh, Beijing. That's, they have the Olympics there too. Yeah. yeah. Olympic cities seem like they'd probably be skyscape. Skyscrapery. Oh. Okay, so we have four there. So Beijing, Hong Kong, Shanghai, Seoul. Which one do you feel best about? Uh, so we need two out of you that, right? You only put four in. One. That's one it, four. Oh. What was our fourth one? We said we said New York, Chicago, Tokyo. Oh, we only need four. I thought we had to name five. No, no four. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel I think Beijing. You want to okay. say Beijing? Do it. Type it in. Oh, oh. All right. Your halftime question, without repeating all that information again, there are nine cities in the world that have over 100 skyscrapers inside of them. For five points each, you needed to name four. We're going to start with the team behind me. Pub Trivia Experience, what is your first answer? Uh, We said New York. You said New Orleans? New York. I heard New Orleans. Newark. New York is definitely on the list. Yay! And I will tell you, they are not number one. They are number two. Oh. All right. What other cities did you go with? Chicago. Chicago is definitely on the list. That's two. What else? Tokyo. Tokyo is on the list. Oh, yeah. And fourth? Uh, We had a whole list of cities. So Beijing, we went with as our fourth. They went with Beijing. Beijing is not on the list. Dang. Number one with a bullet. And honestly, it's not even close. It's Hong Kong. Oh, Oh, that was on our list. It was on the list. Other cities, Hong Kong, New York City, Shenzhen, Dubai, Shanghai, Tokyo, Chongqing, Chicago and Guangzhou. Guangzhou. All right. Folks, before I give you your halftime scores, I'm going to tally those up, but I'm going to give you the next question to start with. Round three, question number one, your category is in television. Teen pregnancy in the U.S. dropped by 5.7% in 18 months after MTV debuted what show? 16 and pregnant. Teen pregnancy in the U.S. Not teen mom. Dropped by oh, 5.7% in the 18 months. Oh, teen mom. Teen after mom. MTV debuted what show? Well, why did you say 16 and pregnant? Because I think that was their like their like tagline. Is teen mom the... No, I, don't, I think those are two shows. Are they? I don't know anything about 16 and pregnant, but teen mom, I know that one of the... There's a lot of controversy about like certain people who are on that show, yeah, so yeah. it's very like, drama. Yeah, they went Let's on to be like porn stars. And one of, the, the, one of the daughters that was born was named Leah. Oh. oh. And uh, like from like the OG, like I think it was a pretty early on baby. We are in round three. And the dad's last name was Shirley, which was my maiden name. So the daughter... Like if you Google Leah what? Shirley, which is my maiden name, the little girl's picture comes up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so because sometimes I occasionally Google myself just to see like what's out if there you've been with in my prison name or, yeah. you know. um, she just forgot about it and so yeah night. with when i had my maiden name i googled it and i was like who is this person that's the only thing i know yeah. about teen mom is that apparently okay. one of the little girls on there let's go with that one then. yeah that's a good one before we give the answer to that question let's get your halftime scores 
with 39 points. Give it up for Team Sullivan. With 54 points, we've got Team Spicy. With 58 points, we've got the Night Cheese. 63 points. I'm assuming this is my wife's team because it is the Ball Busters. Oh, it's worse than my wife. Okay. Also with 63 points, we've got Chi-Town, the Beach Bums. Okay. They are currently tied for third place. In second place, with 72 points, we have got Grimaldi's Chocolate Pizza. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> In first place, with 90 points, Somebody, please dethrone these. Oh, this kid's here. It is the Gold Squadron. And literally no one cares. I'm going to paint a TARDIS on your back. Mostly. <laughs> Team Pub Trivia Experience would be sitting in third place. They have 65 points. Ew. Oh. Ow. Ow. We haven't been keeping score, so we have no idea. We have no idea. We haven't been keeping our score. I mean, we haven't really. Pub Trivia Experience is arguing their score. I'll look into it. It doesn't matter because they don't matter. All right. Round three. Question number one. Your category was in television. Teen pregnancy in the U.S. dropped by 5.7% in the 18 months following the debut of what MTV show? Pub Trivia Experience, what did you say? That is the best trash TV in the world, and that's Teen Mom. They went with Teen Mom. So I'm going to ask the audience. I don't know. The answer I have is a show called 16 and Pregnant. Motherfucker. Is it the same show? Hey, hey, hey. I have 16 and Pregnant down here, too. You can only give one answer. It's the same, like, showrunners and everything. I hate you. Okay. My answer says 16 and Pregnant. We're going with 16 and Pregnant. What? It's on record. You were right. You should have had more okay. thunder to defend it. <laughs> That's what I, I got in trouble I will do some research and I'll follow up at the end a couple of questions. That's what I get for defaulting to you. Well, you know, it's All the patriarchy. Right, well, okay. You should Calm rise down. up against it. Round three. Question number two. Your category is in the 70s. Oh. It's a good decade, Bill, wasn't it? Bill had hair. It was great. The National Maximum Speed Law was a provision of the 1974 Emergency Highway Energy Conservation Act, and it limited the top speed that you could go in the United States to how many miles per hour? And I will tell you, at least you didn't have to worry about Sammy Hagar being on the road. I wrote down four speeds, 55, right, 60, 65, and 75. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Is it a musician? He's a singer, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's your last one there. It's either... Uh, is 70 or 75? I'm pretty sure I've seen 75. 75 is usually the standard But that's speed. not max... Like, that's what I'm confused about where it says the maximum speed. Like It's the, the maximum like, top speed anywhere in the U.S. was this. Hey, but what's the Sammy Hangar reference? Uh, there's probably a song. Okay, you don't know it. 
Oh, you don't know it? No, I don't, but I know that there's a reference there. Clearly. If I'd known it, I would have given you the answer. And while we're while you guys are talking through that, I will tell you I looked it up. Teen Mom is a spin-off of 16 and Pregnant. 16 and Pregnant was your correct answer. That's what Tony said. I would like the record to reflect that I had it correct. Yes. Um Let's go with yeah, let's go with your bottom answer there cuz that's the standard like across the What about 85? You think they reduced it? What? You think they dropped it? What do you think the maximum 85? speed right now is? <laughs> you think they dropped the speed limit since 19 or 1970 whatever, 3. Oh uh, yeah, we've done a lot of things safer since 1973. Just because the interstates are 75 doesn't mean it's the legal max in the country. They could have another different number. Yeah, I guess I'm wondering what's the, the what's the maximum now? So I'm pretty sure if you go too much over, are you saying? Are you saying that 75 on the interstates is the legally fastest loud in the country? And yeah, I think it's like standard. Just yes. experience team back here. Um, I did accidentally delete your your uh, points for the pregame. You actually would be in second place with 58 points. Oh, that's what? Nice. More than 58 we, points? How, how many? We go down. 85. <laughs> are you being dyslexic? 73 points. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> How in the world? I don't get it. It doesn't. I don't know. He's I a did, banker. I he does math. Have halftime scores there. I apologize. <laughs> hey, what's the answer you to this? You would be one? in second place. Hey, Chris, what's the answer to this question? All right, here we go. Round three, question number two. Your category was in the seventies. The national maximum speed law was a provision of the nineteen seventy-four Emergency Highway Energy Conservation Act. And it limited speeds in the U.S. to no more than how many miles per hour. The good news is you would not find Sammy Hagar on the road. Pub trivia experience, what did you say? Uh, we said 75. Did anyone say anything other than 75? The correct answer with the Sammy Hagar clue is he can't drive 55. Didn't get it. Round three. Question number three. Your category is in movies. In the iconic movie, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Ferris' best friend Cameron is seen wearing what team's hockey jersey? Yep. It's red and white. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that's the team name. It's it's definitely the city. Yep. Red and white. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I almost watched it the other day because it was on Netflix. Here we go. In the hit movie, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Ferris's best friend Cameron is seen wearing what team's hockey jersey? If you're a fan of John Hughes, you know damn near all of his movies are, are uh, based where? They're almost all based in Chicago. Pub trivia experience, what is the right answer? Detroit Red Wings? He is wearing a Red Wings jersey. Make some noise. Nicely done. All right. Round three, question number four. Your category is in geography. I got this. Don't worry. Here's your geography question. If you're at the city center of Detroit, Michigan, and you drove due south, what is the first country aside from the United States that you would make contact with? 
I want to say it's a Central America country. But... I was going to say, I think Mexico is too obvious. Yeah, it's definitely not Mexico. But then Central America kind of curves back. Would it be a Caribbean country? So I'm wondering well, that's what I was wondering, South if there's America? any any Dominican and Cuba are no, too far too east. Far to the east. So it'd be I'm wondering like, if it's like one of the northern South America countries. Right. Would it be would it be like um, I don't know geography of any of them? What's at the top? Um, Bolivia? No. No. Colombia? Colombia? Yes. Peru is on the side. Peru's on Peru's on the side. Chile is on the side. Well, Peru's like in the middle, isn't it? Oh. Okay, so hold Chile's on. Ecuador. Moment. Chile's along one of the okay, sides. Ecuador would be Central America, right? No. It's on. It's it's too far west. Ecuador is too far west. Are you sure? Yes. Detroit is west of us. I understand that. So. Ecuador. Uh huh. Is over to the west. Okay, sure. So the answer is Colombia. Um. I, I liked. No, nothing. Okay, I'm just trying to visualize. Really dumb question. Okay. Yeah. Where does the Mississippi River start? New Orleans. Well, yeah, I know it goes up. About another 30 seconds, folks. You need to put your one. answer in. I don't know. What do you want? You want Columbia? Columbia is fine. Columbia, yep. Round three, question number four. Your category was in geography. If you were in Detroit City at the city center and you went due south from city center, what is the first country aside from the United States that you would make contact with? Pub Trivia Experience team, what did you say? We said Columbia? They've locked in with Colombia. I will fully admit that this is a trick question. So it's Mexico. 100% a trick question. If you are in city center in Detroit, Michigan and drive due south, the first country you actually hit is Canada. Oh, because it hits nothing. You actually hit Canada before. Yeah. Somebody got that right. Who got that right? Oh, we got a few. There you go. There Good you job. Go. You didn't fall for my shenanigans. Good question, Chris. All right. Round four, question number one. We're going to move this right along. Your category isn't grammar. The three dots that you see in punctuation means the omission of a word or words where the sentence is able to be understood without them. You may also see them when someone is texting you on an iPhone or in Facebook Messenger what is the name of this form of punctuation? Uh, you I, know it clearly. I do know it. Okay. Unless he has some other word for it, and then I'm gonna be angry, uh, especially you know after answer? that last question. Okay, let's move. It's the dot dot dots. What are they? What are, what they are mean? the dot dot dots called? No, you guys have nothing. I have no. I have no. It's called an ellipsis. Ellipsis. That's it. Round four. Question number one. Category was in grammar. The three dots you see in punctuation means the omission of a word or words where the sentence is still able to be understood without them. You may also see them when you're texting someone or someone is texting you on an iPhone or in Facebook Messenger. What is this punctuation called? Pub trivia experience, what do you say? That is an ellipsis? It is not a threesome. My wife won't let me anymore. <laughs> nope. The correct answer is an ellipsis. Make some noise Yay. if you got that right. I did. I did. We did. Totally. Jeff we got that light. Good job, Jeff. <laughs> Good job, Jeff. Carrying this team together. Y'all got some swirlies in high school, didn't you? People are getting feisty out there. Okay. Yeah. They're Round glad four, to be back. question number two. 
Your category is in They Have the Power. It is estimated that between 10 and 20% of power outages in the U.S. are caused by what animal? It's estimated that between 10 and 20% of the power outages in the U.S. are caused by what animal? Yeah, I mean, That's what I, I, can't, was I, can't think it, I can't think of any other animal besides a bird or a squirrel that would be... Call I guess that could be like a lion or a hippopotamus. No, it's definitely not going to do that. So, I'm think, I know squirrels okay, have a go. tendency to chew. But birds are everywhere. Yeah, birds b- are everywhere. Birds, I assume, would fly into them and cause them. Whereas squirrels, I know that they chew. Or they and lay I've, in their nest. Yeah, because I've heard I've heard of them chewing through the wire before. Yeah. I can't think of any other animal that it could be. But when I think of power lines, I think of birds sitting the on number them. one animal I think of As a bird. is birds. Okay. However... Is that a question, Chris? Would white, would white, well, white, would right, or would he be like, haha, no, it's squirrels? Yeah, I feel like birds is the more obvious answer, but maybe everyone's like, okay, or maybe so, this is one of his like toss up, everyone can get it questions. Yeah, yeah. birds are everywhere, are squirrels, are they native and to he, everywhere? He said world, right? Oh, or do you say country? Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. Like, birds would be in pretty much any country. I think squirrels are pretty much everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Different ba- variations. Different, yeah, different variations of squirrels. Did you say world or country? In the U.S. Oh, okay. Okay, so it doesn't really matter. Mm, no. I'm assuming squirrels are probably the all The answer is not kangaroos, but that would be freaking funny. I thought it was wallabies. My bad. I say squirrels. You say squirrels? Okay. You? Yeah, squirrels. Okay, well, it doesn't matter what I say. We're going squirrels. You think it's birds? Um, I don't know. I don't really know. I'd have to flip a coin. Yeah, but I was going to say my Majority rules, are... squirrel. All right. It is estimated that between 10 and 20% of power outages in the U.S. are caused by what animal? Pub trivia experience, what was your guess? We said squirrels. They went with Doug's favorite animal. Squirrel. Squirrel. Tuna. Tuna. Make some noise. If you went with the correct answer, squirrel. Oh, nice. oh good. We weren't alone. Nicely done. It is a squirrel. Round four. Like question number before. three. Your category is in presidents. Since 1925, there have been four U.S. presidents that are confirmed to have been cheerleaders either in high school or college. Just name one of those four. Oh. Yep. George W. Yeah, I think so. I don't definitely. know why I can picture it. Yep. He was definitely mm-hmm. at uh, Yale. Yale. All right. We're going to stop it there. Since 1925, there have been four U.S. presidents that have been confirmed to have been a cheerleader in high school or college. Name one of them. Pub trivia experience. What did you say? George W. Bush. They went with W. W. You're four. George W. Bush is one of them. Woo! Clap for us. Ronald Reagan. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And you might not believe it, but Dwight D. Eisenhower. Oh, really? Military man himself. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. I will admit that. We are moving on. The final question before the wager rounds. Your category is in sports. 
What Hall of Famer was the first NBA player to miss 5,000 free throws throughout their NBA career? Shaquille O'Neal? Is he a Hall of Famer? Uh, I think Shaq? he's a Hall of Famer now, but I don't think he was the first one. Okay. So. Was he a slam dunker? Was, yeah. Well, he, well, he was like seven feet tall. Yeah, he, he was a he was center. A I mean. Big old boy. So would they have him take three, three throws? Yes, because he was notoriously bad at it. Yeah, he was uh, awful. Horrible. So did not did know how to shoot it. Well, he would get fouled. Uh, the other team yeah. would foul so him because they like, knew that he would miss it. Uh-huh. It's not like it was like, literally a whole game plan from the other team. Like at the end of the game, they would keep fouling him. So he would have to keep taking free throws. And missing. It That's was funny. awful to watch. Yeah. Try playing basketball and having your dad call you and say, okay, Shaq. Ooh. Yeah. So you were that bad, huh? No, I wasn't really that bad. But anytime I missed, he would say that. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, well, that's a waste of solid guess that we have that makes sense. So there's logical. Yeah, I mean, it. logically, yes. But I think the whole thing is the first one to do it. But yeah. I don't have a good answer for that. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think we have to notori- go with Shaq. Who else was notoriously bad? I don't think it was someone that was notoriously bad. I think this is a question where this is someone who played a long time, like a Wilt Chamberlain or Bill yeah. Russell, one of these like crazy scorer people. Not Michael Jordan. I don't think okay. he just watched the Michael Jordan Honestly, special. That actually might not be a bad answer. There was Michael Jordan. There was Scottie Pippen. Okay, who else so was in who, it? Okay, so yeah, who was in the? Who was in that? Charles Barkley. He wasn't in it, but I'm thinking now Space Jam. Yeah, my brain what, what has already talking? transitioned to the, Space the Jam. Michael, the Michael Jordan documentary, documentary about Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, he was in it. Yes, I know, but who else? Like, what? Uh, who were? Who were other players on the Bulls at Pippen, that time? Rodman, the, the big white guy, um, um, Larry Bird. Is that his no. name? No, Larry no. Bird is he, he, he was a big player, but no. Yeah. Was there another big white guy? I remember them interviewing a big white guy. Was he Russian? I don't know. No. He was he the guy that was in uh, Space Jam? Because his name was Sean Hill? No. That was Grant Hill. Yeah. I know Sean right something. Now. Really? Nice. And Muggsy? Bugsy? The little guy? Muggsy Bug. Bugs. Bugs. Yeah. Okay. So. Wow, we just dug a hole. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we went. I don't know how any right of these people were shooting. I feel like this is very um, crisp, though, to go with a something relevant, relevant yeah. Michael Jordan answer to blow everyone's mind. So do mind. you think it was Michael Jordan? No, I don't know, but it uh, would make sense okay, logically. So who else? They did not talk. Well, I mean, I didn't watch the whole documentary. I only watched pieces of it, but I don't remember them talking. Like, everything was all about, like, how hard he was working at things and yeah. how he wasn't really bad. Like I've, Oh, no, he was very oh, good. No, but that's the thing. He played, what, like a 20-year career? No. Almost, not quite. I don't know. I think we just go with the layup <laughs> of Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq. How about the slam dunk? Oh, I don't think we have a slam dunk answer. No, it's it's a layup. I think we're feeling pretty layupy. Okay. Yeah, it's it's very much a layup at okay. this point. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Your category was in sports. I want you to tell me who would, which NBA Hall of Famer was the first player in the history of the NBA to miss five. Thousand free throws in his career. Pub trivia experience team, what did you say? We're going for the layup here and going with Shaquille O'Neal. They went with Shaquille O'Neal. So if you guys remember back when Shaquille O'Neal betrayed the state of Florida and signed with the LA Lakers, there was something called the hack a shack approach because Shaquille O'Neal could not hit a free throw to save his life. Your correct answer. Is Wilt Chamberlain? <laughs> wow! <laughs> you said you even said it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you even said it. You guys are seeing them, Tyler, Stephanie, and Tara. 
they have been running around busting their ass tonight. They love it when you cheer for them, believe me. They love it a lot more when you take care of them at the night. So please tip your weight staff very well. Here are your scores. With 59 points, we've got Team Sullivan. 98 points, we got the Night Cheese. With 104 points, we have got Team Spicy. With 113 points, we've got the Pub Trivia Experience. Yay! Uh, Woo! My God. <laughs> Tied for third place with 115 points each, we've got the Ball Busters and Chai Town. Alone in second place, chocolate pizza. Woo! With 140 points, someone please knock them off their perch. The Gold Squadron. Here's how your final round's gonna go. We're gonna tweak it just a little bit. I am gonna read you your question. You can wager up to 10 points per question. If you get it right, you get the points. If you get it wrong, you will lose the points. You get to choose your wager when you turn in your answer. So on your answer sheet, we're going to go question by question. You're going to type in the amount you're wagering followed by your answer. Does that make sense? Everyone here has at least got a middle school education. It's a Florida education, but it's still a middle school education. Here is your final round question. There are three of these. Remember, you're wagering zero to 10 points and then turning in your answers. Your first question, your category is in <laughs> U.S. history. Uh. Technically speaking, there were two U.S. presidents that attended the 1883 dedication of the Brooklyn Bridge. One of them was the sitting president at the time. The other was a future president who was the current governor of New York. Name either of those two presidents. Do you guys know the presidents in order? I don't. So I was going to say Lincoln nope. died in 1863. So this would have been 20 years after that. So we could have counted and done okay. the math of who when. Was when did I say we go zero on this one? Because yeah, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was to put your answers in whenever governor you're of New York. Was he? Yes. That's what I thought. Oh, I don't know what he did. So I want to say FDR was the like a young child, like a boy. That was there. But who was before who was before Teddy? When was Teddy? Was it both Roosevelt's? You got another twenty seconds, folks. Get those answers in. Inception style? Like I don't know, but we gotta get an answer in. What do we think? I think we should go zero. Well, I know that, but okay. what's the answer? FDR. Yeah. Well, I like that answer. Teddy and that's that's two. what I was going with. But we have to look we for the two. One. No, oh, you just need one. one? Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right. Everyone's answers are in. At the 1886 dedication of the Brooklyn Bridge, there were two presidents in attendance. One was the sitting president at the time. The other, a future president who was the current governor of New York. Name either of those two presidents. Pub, trivia, experience, what did you say? I messed up the question because I didn't hear you say current governor. So I... Okay. Uh, we said FDR because I knew he was the governor of New York, but I, that's way off. <laughs> They said FDR, who would have been not born yet, right? Or um, he would have been a boy, but he yeah. wouldn't have been governor of New York. Yeah, he would have been okay. really. Young. They went with FDR. That's not a correct answer. Your correct answer. One of these people took over for the assassinated. Who? Not Lincoln. McKinley. 
assassinated James Garfield. It was Chester A. Arthur was the current president and the only president to serve two non-consecutive terms was Grover Cleveland. He was the current governor of New York. I didn't hear current. (laughs) Question number two. Question number two. In your final wager round, your category is in sports. For those of you that hated me for my last sports question, I'm hoping I make up for it now because this is a question about the NFL. What NFL team is the only current team to have their logo on only one side of their helmet? I think it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is. And then they have the number on the other side. Oh, really? All right. Pub trivia experience. First of all, how much was your wager on this question? Ten. Ten. What is the only NFL team that only has a logo on one side of their helmet? What did you say? The Steelers. They went with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that is a correct answer. Of course it is. It is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Here is your final question of the night. Your category is in the internet. What South Pacific island nation's government makes 10% of its money off of royalties from the country's domain name? That domain name is .tv. It got quiet quickly. We're looking for the South Pacific country whose government makes 10% of their money off of licensing fees for the country's domain name, and their domain is .tv. Tavu. South Pacific. Philippines? Tavania. (laughs) Tahiti. Malaysia. Island nation. Okay. Oh, he's taking it off. He's thinking. Yeah, I do Jeffrey not know. is in full think mode over there. Dot TV. We should have studied geography knowing that Chris was in presidents. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, we better start listening to that president There's, podcast. Yeah. He has it on the like on all the time, and I like I just can't focus on it. Like it's just too like um, scholarly. I just zone right out when it's on. Like, what would be a, a company, a, a country, South? Pacific country that would be. It's going to be something we've Google. never heard of, probably. Yeah, it could be something really hard. It's going to be some tiny little island that no one ever heard of, and that's why ten percent of their, you know, GDP. GPD is GDP. What? GDP. GDP. That's the one. We're done. Everybody, before we give the final answers and uh, go over the winners here, I just want to say from me and the rest of the crew at the Pub Trivia Experience, guys, it is damn good to be back. Yes, it is nice. I like to be hidden. Thank you guys for coming out on a Friday night to play some trivia with us here, right here at Anklo Brew in beautiful Tarpon Springs for our listeners at home. Woo! If you're in the Tampa area, even just to visit, come down to the Sponge Docks. Go see them, pick some sponges, and come over here. Have some of the best draft beer, craft beer you can have. Get yourself a oh, gourmet grilled cheese sandwich and enjoy the Florida weather. And pickles. And sponge cake on the docks. We're looking for the South Pacific Island nation who makes 10% of its money off of royalties from say, their domain. Say Tuvalo. Dot TV. Huh? Say Tuvalo. Tuvalo? TV. Tuvalo. Tuvalo? If, tar- if it was Russian, it'd be... Yeah, no. Not making that joke. Because no one's going to believe that you got it right. Experience team, what did you say? Uh, Tuvalo? 
What was that? Tuvalo? 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 Yes. And what was your wager? Zero. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, this is our first anti-social of the evening where nobody got the question right. The correct answer, they're, they're actually very close. Gold Squadron was very close as well. It's not Tuvalu, it's Tuvalu. It's a little island nation called Tuvalu, and due to global warming, that nation will soon disappear. We're going to end on a down night. Oh, that's sad. Your final three teams. In third place, we've got Team Spicy. In second place. We got the ball busters. In first place, I have to say it, guys. They changed their name and still came out on top. Gold Squadron. The pub trivia experience, you guys finished with a very respectable third place finish if you were allowed to place. Nicely done. Everybody, we are glad to be back. Find us on Facebook or on Instagram, Pub Trivia Experience, uh, going forward at least. Uh, the Friday before every show, we will post a trivia question of the day that will be an answer to tonight's game. Not tonight. I didn't do it tonight. I told you, bad day at work. Everybody, it's been a fun night. Be safe out there. Have a good weekend. Because I was a communications major, so we had to watch all these, like, whatever movies. And we watched Psycho and Vertigo. And I remember Vertigo had, like, it was a more lengthy discussion. Like, the okay. only in our class. Psycho, the only thing we talked about was the shower scene that they yeah, used chocolate it was, syrup. Yeah, it was kind of revolutionary. And we had to watch it without the music. Like, oh. a cut without the, like, screeching violins or whatever. Oh, wow. And a scene with it. And we had to, like, sh- it was all about, like, how... The use of music and film yeah, invokes, was really yeah, like whatever. Emotion, yeah. And that's really the only thing I remember of that discussion. But I don't remember anything specific about Vertigo's discussion. I just remember we spent more time Your on last it. movie. Sweet. Top 10. Yes, no, yes, yes, yes. AFI, critically acclaimed. I think it would... But don't people critically acclaim Empire not... Or, yeah, imp- no. the second one more than no, the first one? New Hope. Really? Mm, no, I think people... People like... People generally like... Um, episode five. Yeah, episode five better, I think. But I don't know that critics did. Yeah, I know. I could be wrong. I don't know anything about and critics. Yeah, so. and if the New Hope was the first one, then I think because episode. I feel like it would make it on there out of principle because it is the first one. Right. Yeah. Okay. But hey, what do I know? Not we much could, about we movies. We could just have bias. We could. Implicit bias. Yeah. Yeah. Study that up a little bit more. And uh, yeah, 
<laughs> so they sold their pizza under the pseudonym Pasquale's Pizzeria. But don't you? So there's a pizzeria inside of Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, That's like a right. restaurant, yeah. And they say that they use their services to support their <laughs> children's play area. So <laughs> people smart. going in are supposed to assume that this is just its own company that. Well, well, see, no, that's the thing. It was just order out. Is they never went in. They found it on their food delivery apps and said, oh, let's try this new pizzeria. And then so when they showed up and they're like, I'm pretty sure this tastes like Chuck E. Cheese pizza. And then they texted their delivery driver and they're like, um, where did you pick this up? Interesting. Yeah. Right. 